When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, March 7th, 2022. I'm one of your host, Blessing, Adioye Jr. Joining me is LaCroix Poppy himself, a.k.a. my fellow Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. Tim Ma-Fucking Gettys. Let's him host, Bless. How was your weekend? Weekend was good. I had a, I had a very chill Saturday. Played a lot at cool. Elden Ring, which was nice. And then yesterday... Went to see the Batman, which is really fun. Ooh. Pretty cool movie. I will say so myself. I had a good time mm-hmm. during that. And then afterwards, I started a character creation for my first ever D&D campaign that I'm doing. Oh. Specifically not D&D. It's a different uh, uh, game. It's called Blades in the Dark, which is more Dishonored-like. Um, but yeah, like I did like a, a weird one shot a few weeks ago with some homies, uh, Stella in, in, in that crew. And I was like, damn, this is a fun time. Maybe I should actually do some sort of tabletop role playing game. And then I hit up some friends that are very into that stuff. And they're like, yo, let's make it happen. And so I did that yesterday. Let me tell you, that was really fun. I had a Hell really yeah. good time doing that. Yeah. I think I, I might've found a new hobby. <laughs> that, that's awesome. We're going to do a kind of funny D and D thing at some point, maybe in the new studio. We'll, we'll see. Hell yeah. But Hell yeah. I can't wait. That 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 sounds like a lot of fun, Bless. I'm happy you're getting into it. How was your weekend? It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. So many fun video games to play, so many fun TV shows to watch. It was just, it was I slept a lot. Oh, that was good. Did, did you boot Still up Sekiro tired, at all? I did not. I did not. Mm-hmm. Sekiro's been like kind of beating me down. I, I after the whole seafood platinum, and then we just did the seafood race. There's been a lot of like challenging things. I'm like, I, I need a little bit more mm-hmm. chill games in my life right now. Uh Barrett's been talking about musical story. And uh, I'm I'm thinking about popping into that. So oh. excited! That That's one that I want to I want to pop into too. It's it's funny because like not even funny. It's interesting because there's it feels like there are so many video games out right now. Where like yeah. I've been spending so much time in Elden Ring. When we first got Elden Ring, I was like, oh yeah, this would be a 30 hour game. I'm now close to 70 hours in Elden Ring, and it's just not stopping. I still have a lot to do in that game. But like I'm juggling that. I just got uh, WWE 2K. That I was I really playing that this play weekend too. too. Yeah, so like I booted that, that up for maybe about 30 minutes yesterday, and I, I want to play more, but it's that thing where I boot up my PS5, I see the dashboard, and it's like, all right, well, WWE 2K is sitting next to Elden Ring, and like whenever I see Elden Ring, I'm like, fuck, I want to play Elden Ring, but I also want to be Rey Mysterio, you know? I want to I want to yeah. go hang out with Eddie Guerrero and do all that fun Dude, stuff. Dude, I will say, man, just a real, we're going to talk more about WWE on uh, the Gamescast uh, that we record later this week, but uh, I haven't played too much of it, but uh, initial impressions are it's overwhelming. It's very it overwhelming in a way that I don't like. Uh, but there's a, a showcase mode that essentially just goes through Rey Mysterio's career and you play the, his iconic matches. And it's cool because they want you to do specific objectives uh, of like things that he actually did in the match. And mm-hmm. when you do it, it transitions into footage of the actual match. <laughs> That's like, like some Metal Gear Solid 4 shit. Right? It's pretty like, cool. Like, it's oh, pretty shit. Cool. Like this is the actual thing. <laughs> no, like I'm actually – it's funny because I didn't know what to expect because I know they took the year off of WWE 2K because the previous one was such a trash fire. And mm-hmm. like that comes to the expectation of, all right, is this going to be the one that changes everything? Do they modernize it? Do they make it better? But also like the process for us getting codes was so up to the – like down to the wire where I'm sure this is going to be the games cast that we record this week. But like the embargo, I believe – was this morning i think the embargo already passed yeah we got, we got code we got codes Sunday. at 7 a.m and the embargo was 3 a.m yeah which is yeah. like which is ridiculous and had me convinced that like oh this game must be a trash fire then this must be like a, a terrible time and like i've only yeah. played again like 30 minutes or so so i cannot speak to the quality of the, of the game at all but i was pleasantly I, I i when i booted up the showcase mode i was like oh shit all right i can see myself getting into this because they I, start off with the interviews with ray mysterio and i'm like Fuck, man. I'm yeah. into this because this is bringing me back. I, I think that the uh, the showcase mode it might be the, the highlight for me because I yeah. popped into a couple of the other modes and I was like, oh, no, no, no. But hey, I just played for a little bit. So we'll talk about that on Gamescast later. We'll talk about it later. For now, Tim, I want to hop in to a question from patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can write in to get the show ad free and get in your questions just like Sean Childers did. Uh, Sean wrote in to say, 
What makes a good ham sandwich? And why is peanut butter jelly jelly time such a jam? Also, peanut butter jelly and ham sandwich. Yay or nay? Tim, I was I, I liked seeing this in the question mm-hmm. bag this morning. Because mm-hmm. like people don't write in with non-gaming questions enough. And I was like, I really do want to discuss this. <laughs> not the show, this yeah. Because it's not the show, but nonetheless, I wanted to talk about this. Tim, where are you at? You think a good ham sandwich is good? Oh my God, I am a, a ham enthusiast for sure and a peanut butter and jelly enthusiast. Now, a mm-hmm. peanut butter, jelly, and ham enthusiast, that is something I cannot say that I am. But I will say I'm not going to knock the hustle until I try it because I recently had a peanut butter and jelly uh, burger. And oh, it was fan- okay. It was phenomenal. It was like the special on a menu at a restaurant we went to. And I was like, that sounds crazy. But I, I don't know. I'm going to try it. And it was a risk and it paid well, off. What was good? What was the experience like? Describe this to me. Was it just that like savory sweet at the same yeah. time that hit? Yeah, I'm telling oh, you, man. Okay. It was it was way. I, I, I was I was you. I was you once, okay. and then I had this, and I was like, whoa, I'm a changed man. And so now the thing that changed me isn't every time I get a burger, I want peanut butter and jelly on it. That's not what changed me. What changed me is my ability to be open to the idea and concept of peanut butter and jelly meshing with other things. So the idea of ham being mixed with that doesn't sound wild to me sounds anymore. disgusting that's and yeah. i'm gonna be a sean shoulders i'm sorry i'm gonna be the person that tries it before before i or that knocks it before i try it because that yeah. sounds disgusting i'm also like granted i'm not the target audience because i'm also not that big into a ham, ham sandwich i do love myself a peanut butter and jelly but like, when it comes to ham sandwich usually i'll, I'll just skip out i'll you i'll choose whatever else is available um and mm. so adding peanut butter and jelly on top of that sounds like the worst time ever but hey I respect it. I respect it. Now, before we actually get into the show proper, I do have one more thing. Um, Kevin, if you're able to pull up, uh, I do want to do a quick check-in with MetaCricket um, mm. because apparently the Twitter account is part of the show now. I missed an episode and all of a sudden we're <laughs> praising a fucking Twitter account that just came out of nowhere uh, called MetaCricket that tells us if games are good or not. Uh, and it looks like this morning MetaCricket did tweet out that Titanfall 2 is good. Awesome. We can finally know. It's been years. You know, but uh, the the cricket is spoken. Why is there it, you go? Why is Meta Cricket a grasshopper? You know, I had the go, same question. Go to the profile, Kevin. Go to the profile. I had the same question. Nobody could give me a good answer. There you go. It's a cricket in in quotes. It's not actually a cricket. Mm, okay. Y'all got played. Okay. Okay. I don't Remember, know if that Kevin, really solves the issue, but all right. Meta Cricket is the ticket. Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah. You know how could I? Meta Cricket is the ticket. And with that, let's get into today's show because today's stories include Forspoken being delayed, a rumored state of play, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show to patreon.com slash kind of funny games or bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free with the exclusive daily post show housekeeping for you our four-way seafood race is up right now it is me it is tim it is barrett and it is andy going head to head to head to head in a race to beat every single boss in seafood it comes down to the wire so you don't want to miss it you can catch that right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games i just want to say bless that was some of the best content we've ever fucking made. I 1,000%. am so, so proud of it. It was so fun. I can't believe it actually came down to the wire. Like, it was so much closer than I expected it to be. It worked so much more flawlessly than I expected it to technically because we had four gameplay feeds, four camera feeds. It was insane. Kevin Coelho is a genius on the boards. Yeah. Uh, but despite all of that, there were some technical issues with the upload. So it got uploaded. It didn't like it, it wouldn't process. It got caught in YouTube hell. It was a whole fucking thing. So we had to re-upload it, which is going to cut the views and cut the algorithm. And I'm really upset about that. So everybody, please go show it some love. It's on the YouTube.com slash kind of funny games channel. Cause we're like, this is so good. We're promoting it to the main games channel, not the plays channel. So please oh, yeah. go show it some love and let us know uh, what other games you'd want us to try that with. Cause I think it's a really, 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 really cool format. 1000%. And yeah, like you say, it's one of the best pieces of content. I think it's one of, it's some of the most fun content I've been on, like 
actually being on the content and like being fucking like locked in to i am going to beat this game faster than these guys <laughs> like i am not gonna let these guys catch up to me and i'm again i'm not gonna spoil for people who haven't seen it go check it out it is such a fun time and yeah like let us what? know what else uh, what other games we wanted to do that with what's up kevin this weekend uh barrett put a, a message in slack that had all the times and the note that he put for tim's is so it's so good <laughs> and so honest and so true and it made me laugh so hard <laughs> <laughs> it was really good, but also like seeing. Those I'm times. impressed with my show. That's all I'm gonna say. That's the thing. I, I, I was I surprised myself. Yeah. The pressure <laughs> like, got real, and and you kept it going. You know what I mean? You pushed. Yeah, you you kept it poised, and like here's the thing, right? We went from struggling so hard with Sifu. Like I remember day one of me playing Sifu and me going, "Oh shit, this game is actually hard." I, they did not advertise this game as being hard, and then like you know texting you guys during the review period, like have trying try, trying to help each other out, and like you know you being like, "Dude, I don't know if I'm gonna get past this first level," right? Like other, other Andy being like, "Man, I don't know if I'm gonna beat this game by the review." Like us struggling with it, so now us beating it in under an hour. So like, how crazy is that? How good it's, are video it's, games? It's it's video games are cool, man. Let's talk more about them. Let's talk more about video games. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Gordon McGuire, Fargo Brady, and Pranksy. Today we're brought to you by Upstart, ExpressVPN, Chime, and Babel. But we'll babble on about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have five stories today. Uh, Baker's dozen. Starting with our number one, Forspoken has been delayed. This comes uh, directly from the at Forspoken Twitter account, where they tweet out a message from the hashtag Forspoken development team. The message reads like this. We've made the decision to move the release date of Forspoken to October 11th, 2022. Our vision for this exciting new IP is to deliver a game, game world, and hero that gamers across the globe will want to experience for years to come. So getting it right is extremely important to us. To that end, during the next few months, we will focus all of our efforts on polishing the game and can't wait for you to experience Frey's journey this fall. Thank you for understanding and for your continued support. We look forward to sharing more about Forspoken with you soon. Tim, is this one that surprises you? So Forspoken is a very unique video game to me because I don't think there's ever been a game that I have been this interested in without looking into it at all. I remember we saw the first kind of trailer showcase or whatever it was. I think it was during one of the state of plays. And I was really taken aback by how much I enjoyed the uh, the voice actress and the way that she was super casual. And she talked like I talk. Like yeah. it was a little bit more kind of just like chill, like dude speak. And I haven't really seen that done well in a video game. And I know a lot of people seem to not vibe with it. Uh, and I, I was kind of an outlier on that. But I was always like, huh, I'm interested in that. It's also Luminous Productions, which that the engines they use and just the 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 style of game and stuff, it's, they're gorgeous and look really smooth and fun. And I like the idea of it's not Final Fantasy, but like it has elements, but it seems a little bit more modernized. All that mm -hmm. stuff speaking to me in a way that I'm like, I'm very interested in this game and I hope that it's good. Gary Wood is writing it. I love Gary Wood. So I'm like, all of that stuff I'm very excited for. As things started coming out, it didn't seem like it was the most positive conversation from, from previews and all that, but I didn't even look into them. I didn't watch anything i was like i'm just gonna see but i will always say that a may release date always felt too soon for me for this <laughs> like it, it mm. felt like it's just not quite there yet without me even looking at the stuff so just this from, getting just delayed like to a, october a gut feeling or just the gut like feeling just okay gut feeling the, the 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 word of mouth from what i did hear from the preview which i think you were even the one uh yeah. that was telling me that you weren't vibing with it too much right yeah yeah, yeah. like I, I went to that preview and yeah i came out of it kind of feeling unsold on the game and not unsold in the way that like it looked demonstrably worse or anything like that unsold from okay i've seen this game what three or four times now if i'm including the the trailers and the reveals and stuff and there's not anything more that's hooking me beyond what you're talking about in terms of um Frey, the main character being this character that's from modern day that gets transported to this old fantasy land and kind of has to acclimate and go off on an adventure right like i think that is such a cool concept and such a cool premise for the game but everything they've shown delivering upon that premise doesn't feel like it delivers upon it in like an interesting way yeah see that's a bummer i don't like hearing that but hopefully i mean i don't think that a, a pushback of a couple months is gonna fix that problem necessarily but mm -hmm. i'm still hopeful I'm, I'm hoping that this game like kind of speaks to me in a way that it might not to other people just because I, there are enough elements going into it that I'm like, I'm here for it. But uh, the delay does not surprise me. Um, I'm actually kind of stoked about it. I think that May is a little too early for it. Um, so October 11th, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, I mean, you know, delays 
as a whole, right, usually a good thing because it gives developers more time to work on a thing. And it it, it, help, it helps the idea that, okay, the game isn't going to come out at a broken state, right? Like, we're, we have the willingness to move if things aren't prepared. I think I – when it comes to First Spoken, right, like, I think the thing that I want – to see more and I want it communicated and maybe this is the thing that they're trying to figure out is I want to know where the fun is right like what is it about the gameplay loop that is going to uh, you know get me enthralled with it right is it the Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon Forbidden West style like quests and like you know meeting characters constantly and like you know good like uh, good feeling combat like is that what I'm going down is it the Elden Ring I'm going to explore right at my own pace and taking the world at my own pace like what is it Monster Hunter style where it is, hey, there is one core location and you go out to complete uh, quests and then bring back things to the village, right? Like, I don't think they've communicated that aspect of it well enough. What they have communicated is the setting and they've communicated the story setup. And in the gameplay stuff that they've shown, it's been, it's been very much, hey, look at this, you know, look at this traversal. Like, the locomotion looks really cool, which it does look really cool, right? It is, you're basically, like, flying through uh, through the open world, which looks dope as hell. Um and then they've shown combat, right? And the combat seems very magic-based. It almost seems like it's a Final Fantasy game that's not a Final Fantasy game. But yeah, I, I kind of need more from it, I guess. Like, I, I, I want to see them really nail down, like, hey, this is what a day in Forspoken looks like, where it is you talking to characters. These are the other characters that are in the world that you're going to fall in love with, right? Here's the relationships that you have with them. Here's the, uh, the quest system. Like, I want to see more of that stuff, and I feel like they've not given that. Yeah, and like I said, I've been kind of staying away from it just because I was kind of initially sold, and I'm like, We'll see how this turns out, but I've always gotten the vibe that it was a little less open world, and that kind of spoke to me a bit more. Like the the focus on the locomotion and traversal and stuff, like kind of makes me think that it's going to be a little bit more linear, like not fully linear, but like more linear, more like a Final Fantasy thirteen than uh, than something uh, different. So yeah. I, I'm hoping that we get something like that from it because like that is definitely what i want i do not want the horizon i do not want it to be this like giant crazy ass like go out and do quests for every single motherfucker on the planet thing but um if it's that hey hopefully it's for someone else but it probably won't be for me then <laughs> i definitely feel that my question for you then is where are you at with square enix because square enix i feel like has been in an interesting place the last few years right like when we're talking about releases at least releases coming up right you're talking about final fantasy 16 you're talking about first spoken um and i feel like we don't have I guess much on the horizon beyond that, right? I think you probably have like small games here and there. Like I'm, I'm opening up their Wikipedia right now as I speak, right? And like there's a pro, there's Project Gemini from People Can Fly that's coming through. There's a uh, like Just Cause Mobile, Tomb Raider, Hitman Sniper, The Shadows, right? Like these mobile games that are coming out. But then we're also coming off of like we're coming off of Mar- Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy that got good which reception. I loved, yeah, which was which was awesome. Life is Strange Remastered Collection, which had some issues. Outriders, which, like, came and went, right? I don't think that one was, like, great, but it wasn't bad. I think that had, like, an okay launch. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, and these are, this is just purely from the Western side, right? But then you, you bring it um, to the other side, and you were, you're looking at Star Ocean coming out sometime in 2022. Like I said, Final Fantasy 16, first spoken about to come out. Um, but then when, when, you, when you, oh, and also um, Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, didn't mean, didn't mean to leave that That's one out. That's right. But that's one, that one's on the horizon, too, and that's one that I know people are shaky about in terms of, like, hey, man, it's Final Fantasy. It's going for uh, the Team Ninja uh, Neo kind of approach in combat. We'll see about it. But then you're also coming off of Babylon's Fall <laughs> just releasing and being uh, terrible. You know, we, we're coming off of, um, let's see, Neo ends, ends uh, The World Ends With You that came out last year, right, which had decent reception. Then we also got Battle and Wonderworld a year ago. It seems like there's such a spectrum of quality yeah. coming out of Square Enix right now. I think that it's Square is interesting because they are one of the only, and I mean, honestly, I come to think of it, they might be the only of the third party publishers that has such a strong Japanese wing and Western wing, right? Mm -hmm. Where they, because of them having Eidos and and Crystal and, and all of them, they're able to put out these very different games than what we used to ascribe to a square enix which is like the final fantasy dragon warrior all that stuff right so i think because of that we're getting varying degrees of quality on both sides so there's good and bad of both Mm -hmm. the western and the japanese so i think that they're a little bit inconsistent and they always they haven't always been they used to be very 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 consistent and then um that was a long time ago though and then it started yeah. yeah so where we're at now it's like i i think that we can't look at it as square as a whole i think we need to kind of look at the individual uh development development teams teams. within it right and and i think they're like what makes me excited about this is like this seems to be parts of the team from final fantasy 15 which 
while not a perfect game, was very enjoyable. So it's like, I think that they can learn from that and kind of like do something special with this. I don't know that it's going to achieve that, but I will never fully count score out because of Final Fantasy VII Remake. The game came out and it was amazing. So that blows my mind uh, that that actually happened, you know? So hopefully we get a remake part two at some point soon-ish, eventually. When do you you think? I I don't know. I'm surprised. Where are you at with Final Fantasy 16? Is that coming out next year? Like, do you think that comes out soon? And if so, what where does I that mean, put Seven Remake Two for you? I'm pretty sure Final Fantasy 16 is supposed to come out this year, right? Because it got delayed. They were supposed to talk more about it in like January, and then they're yes. like, "Hey, we need a little they're bit like, more we'll time." We'll talk about it later. I'm but consulting. We'll hold on, I'm clo- closing my eyes. I'm consulting Blessings Super Fun Game Release Calendar 2022. I'm being told that it doesn't have an official release date at all for 2022. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but maybe, I, that's I, been the rumor, right? That's been the talk is like, oh, yeah, this game could come out this year. But I don't, I don't think they've said it out loud. Is that right? Let According us know. To the Super Fun Games release calendar up here in my brain. Yeah. Okay. 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 I seem to remember a 2022 date on Final Fantasy 16 at some point. But uh, I, I could totally be off on that. But whatever. They did say that we're going to be hearing about it soon. So I imagine we're going to hear about Final Fantasy 16. Ooh. Maybe. Kind of but in one of the upcoming news stories maybe maybe we can talk more about that in story number two which is playstation is reportedly planning to hold its next showcase this month this is andy robinson at video games chronicle Uh, and also like kind of funny.com says you're wrong if you have a source for like square enix saying that like uh the game is coming out in 2022 Sony Interactive Entertainment is planning to hold its next digital game showcase this month, it is claimed. That's according to multiple sources who told Game Reactor that the PlayStation parent had been planning a state of play live stream for this week. However, it is claimed that SIE has been facing calls to delay the event due to the ongoing invasion of Ukraine. Quote, some developers who are set to show off their games in the show, and even some at PlayStation Studios, have asked for the show to be delayed because they don't want to take the spotlight away from the awful stuff happening right now, the publication claims. They continue, quote, this has allegedly led to talks about delaying it a week or two, but at least it sounds like we'll be, we'll be getting some very exciting announcements from PlayStation and its partners before the end of March, end quote. Sony's upcoming exclusives include God of War Ragnarok, Final Fantasy 16, Forspoken, and Ghostwire Tokyo. Tim, you think there's a chance we see Final Fantasy 16 at this rumored state of play? I think that there's a very good chance we see it. I don't think it's a guarantee, but with the the fact that we have consistently seen Final Fantasy 16 at PlayStation events, whether it was the uh, PS5 showcase or whatever they did or state of plays um they told us that we were going to get more info and that info got delayed into what i think was this time period i I seem to remember it being a little closer to april but we're close enough i can imagine that happening um i i think that that could could go down i think that it it makes sense for a state of play right we got through horizon we got through gran turismo 7 so now it's like cool let's get the keep the 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 ball rolling here with playstation and like let's get that the next kind of round of announcements out there whether it's like release dates for things a little bit more promotion and hype around things like ghostwire tokyo um and then kind of giving us a better idea of what the rest of 2022 looks like um they're these insiders here are talking about there being some announcements so it's like that's exciting to me of like what don't we know about right like i feel like there are a ton of playstation first party studios that we know what they're working on like we know that ragnarok is imminent at some point i'll even go as far as saying like i hope we don't see more ragnarok here like i i feel like it, the next time we see ragnarok i i want it to be a full-on here's a date we're ready to go boom yeah. i don't want god of war to get death looped um mm. speaking of death loop wouldn't be surprised if we see some dlc potentially for that Ooh. Um, yeah i never thought about Deathloop dlc but that's a, i think that's a good one to throw out there um but yeah then you start looking down the the line there and it's like okay we got insomniac we know we got spider-man 2 we know we got wolverine um i now, don't think so, we're gonna be hearing about go for it do you think we'll, we'll see those levels of announcements because like i'm right there with you in terms of what is on the horizon no pun intended for playstation and what like they can talk about i feel like over the last i'll say year of state of plays i've been so conditioned to not get excited anymore because like I, I'll, I'll pull up like their their last state of play i think this is the last one um from october last year and this is the one where it was uh it was death verse let it die we are ofk buck snacks isle of, of big snacks right big yeah isle of big snacks uh five nights at freddy's security breach death's door coming to playstation cart rider king of fighters first class trouble star ocean and then that one is the one that ended with the headliner little devil inside i feel like state of plays have been 
played down a bit uh, in terms of the the size and quality of announcements to expect there, right? I think the I think the chance for us to see Final Fantasy 16 or yeah 16, especially since it's a PlayStation exclusive, would be for if they announced a hey this is a Final Fantasy 16 state of play like they did for Horizon last year, right? Because like that is something that they can hype up, they can use it to advertise it. But for how they've been treating state of plays lately, I don't know. Like I I, I feel like it might be another hey here's a bunch of games that are either indie or low key that we just want to promote. Dude, it totally could be that. The thing with PlayStation State of Plays is I don't think there's enough consistency yet to make any type of assumptions, uh, especially uh, with where we're at in the PlayStation 5's life cycle and how inconsistent these State of Plays have been over the last three years, I'll say, right? Where you sometimes there is a banger. Sometimes there's just one banger amidst a lot of kind of mid or less announcements. Like there's, It's very wildly inconsistent. What I do think we have going for us into this one is the fact that the – Gran Turismo and Horizon are out now. Both of those games did get their own state of plays, right? So it's like Mm -hmm. now that that's kind of out of the way, I think we're kind of in this like different uh, era of the PS5. And I think that we already – there's a lot of games that are announced that I'm pretty shocked are announced already, like Wolverine and Spider-Man 2, right? Like the fact that we know what a lot of these teams are working on so far out is interesting, but it kind of like quells the – theorizing and we're, we're not out there like kind of like wondering like oh is this going to be here is this going to be here i think it's safe to say wolverine will not be here spider-man 2 they could surprise us i don't think they're going to uh at this state of play right but then you start going down the list of like what what else has been announced this playstation adjacent that would make sense star wars nice the old republic remake yeah, I could see that, right? Like, I there's there's a lot of potential for like what could be talked about, and I'm looking now because because there was somebody in chat that mentioned like, did they does the report say it's a state of play, right? Like, is it or is it just an event? Um, and part of the report here is saying that like, let's see, the sources told Game Reactor that the PlayStation period had been planning a state of play live stream, right? So it's it is state of play specifically, um, and so like that caused me to temper my expectations. That said, if I'm throwing those ex- expectations out, there is a lot to talk about for PlayStation. God of War Ragnarok, if that really is this fall, um, and if PlayStation has been going business as usual in terms of what their cadence has been, right? Like the thing has been. Their thing has been doing these big events in the fall, right? Last fall, we got the big PlayStation event that was, I think that was where we got uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake announced and Wolverine and then Spider-Man 2 and all this big stuff. You can't hold God of War for that if God of War is out this fall. And so, like, you got to find a place to talk about it, right? They could do a PlayStation blog. They could do, they could just drop on Twitter, right? They could do a God of War specific state of play. But I think where when you have when you have a lot you can talk about, like God of War, like Spider Man, um, like uh, like Star Wars, like the unannounced projects, right? Like what has Ben working on? What is Sucker Punch working on? What are all these studios working on? I could see it. You know, I I, I, I could see it happening. I would love I would love to get more information on on Knights of the Old Republic. Plus, here's the thing: What's there's up? something I can't believe we haven't said yet. And as I'm thinking it through, it's the most 100% slam dunk, of course they're going to do it. And then it's also the, they wouldn't do it here because PlayStation doesn't do this in state of plays, or at least they haven't before. Mm -hmm. Spartacus. God yeah, like I I had that like when I was when I was putting together the story, I had that in the back of my mind. And I totally forgot about it until just now. Thank you for bringing that up, Tim. That would be fascinating, and I could very much see it. Right, because the rumor has been—I think the rumor has been April-ish—for um, launching Spartacus. Right, we're getting a little bit deeper into March right now. We're seeing there was a story that I don't know if they talked about it on um, uh, KFGD earlier. Uh, I do have it for for PS. I love you, but there's a story now of like when you're buying—I believe when you're buying PlayStation now, it's coming with PlayStation Plus or vice versa. I'm not sure which kind of funny.com says you're wrong. It seems like they're starting to 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 build those those blocks, right? You had yeah. Shadow Warrior Three also launching day and date on PlayStation Now, which is a thing that's never happened before. I could see it; like it would be the right time to talk about it. So, so here's the thing, though: it is the right time to talk about it. There has been a lot of little hints here and there of like things changing on the back end, and like you know, we're, we know that it's coming, quote unquote. Yeah. So we're starting to look for the evidence, and it's popping up. There is a lot of things being being found that like point to okay, this is actually happening at some point soon the thing is they don't talk about this type of nitty-gritty service shit in state of plays like Mm -hmm. they just don't they haven't yet they could at any moment just do that but they haven't yet but when they did the playstation ps5 meeting or whatever the fuck they called it yeah they did the playstation plus collection thing right and they did that type of announcement within 
the whole thing announcing a whole bunch of games and stuff so if i were sony i would make a huge deal out of spartacus and it needs to be a big rebrand and it's like yo we're doing it right this time and here's what we're doing and all eyes on this and treat it like a major announcement knowing how sony does this type of stuff i don't think that's going to be the case and i can see it more as just a blog post that's my thing is yeah i think there's half a chance that happens as a blog post half a chance that like they reveal it here and then you just get the blog post afterwards with all the nitty-gritty details that you want i think you you make a good point in terms of state of play being something that it seems like they're still figuring out i wouldn't be surprised if playstation has seen feedback and seen like read through comments to try and figure out like all right how do people feel about state of play because i've not seen a super positive response lately and that might yeah, be a thing that cause... playstation doesn't care about right like that yeah. might be a thing where they're like hey man this is what we want it to be and so this is what state of play is going to be right we just want to promote these games that we haven't had the chance to promote in a bigger that we don't have a chance to promote in a bigger way because we're not doing e3 we're not doing playstation playstation, PlayStation experience and all these other big things right that is what state of play state of play is i could see on the other hand them going all right, what if we try to beef it up? What if we try to try to do something with it, right? What if this could be a good avenue for us to talk about Spartacus? It should, um, be. It should be, right? Tradition would dictate that it's not going to be, but I think it'd be a great way to do it. I think that'd be a banger announcement. Yeah, it's that's interesting. And there's so many rumors circulating too when you start to like break down, like what are the unknowns and what what are the the rumors of the where there's smokes, there might be fire. And it's like, cool, there's been the infamous rumors. There's been the uh, sly rumors. I think it might be early for that. But at the same time, depending on the scope of those projects, maybe not, right? Like, mm -hmm. if it is just remasters or if it is you know, whatever the hell it is, I, I can see maybe some type of announcement coming from that. It's been a while since, I mean, it hasn't been a while. But in video game time, since Ghost, what's Sucker Punch up to? Right? What like, is what, Sucker Punch what, up to, Tim? What is Sucker Punch up to? What is Bend up to? And what is Blue Point? up to bless mm. what are they doing they did demon souls we, it we is just, out we just got demon souls right that was what 20, we didn't, that was 2020 i know but like think about the cadence at which blue point releases games right That's like point, you start yeah. looking at it and like how, when they announced was games, 2018 i think Wait, no, that's impossible. No, no, that lines up, right? 2018, beginning of 2018, we got Demon Souls, end of 2020. So you're talking about like two years right there, man. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about announcement, though. I'm not talking yeah. about it coming out. So yeah. I'm saying, then, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. we're I'm, due. I'm right there with you. I, yeah, I think we're, we're, we're due for some of that shit, man. So What is Team Asobi up to? Oh, my God, what's Team Asobi up to? Yo, that is a fantastic question that I really hope we get an answer to. I want an Astro Boy so bad right now, Bless. You yes. don't understand. I actually I, booted I, it up this weekend <laughs> just because I wanted to feel something again. I, like, a quick tangent, right? Like, the, the other week I was hanging out um, in a stream talking about, like, my GG list of, like, some, making lists of my favorite games. I think it was Emma Watkins Jr. that came through and was like, oh yeah like you know i made my list on gg and i started looking at his list to, to judge him right emma Watkins jr one amazing taste in video games you know he has some quirky stuff in there but overall Love great that. taste uh but like in his top i think 10 maybe top 20 or something he had astro uh astro's playroom in there and i was like fuck man yeah like i can see it that is such a quality experience right like it's short it. it's a tech demo but like it's fucking it's magical my one thing with astrobot and team Asobi is that with psvr2 coming soon soon in quotes because who knows what soon means but with psvr 2 coming i i think they're probably going to make astro astrobot rescue mission 2 for playstation vr as opposed to another console game which Bless. like is exciting but also bums me out because i do want to see what they can do just on a pure console with a full game but yeah you know my, my mind tells me they're working on something vr i've never played rescue mission tim do you do you own a vr i don't do you want my vr I need to figure my life out. Maybe you know what I'll do, and this is this is stupid, but I'll wait for PSVR two because I, I hopefully they have like the fancier shit, and then even the first game will look better on it if it's backwards compatible. Making a lot of assumptions here. Do you think mm -hmm. we see PSVR two at this thing? No, I don't think it's the, it's the place for it. I think PSVR two will be its own presentation or blog yeah. post. Uh, and I don't think it's God. I'm going to eat more words because I feel like this has been happening a lot. Well, I think it's been happening a lot with Greg, where he eats his words. I've been predicting shit nonstop, and so you know. <laughs> uh, but like, I, I, I don't think PSVR two is for sure this fall yet. I think we're getting closer and closer for like them feeling comfortable enough to make it happen because we've been getting more PSVR two announcements and them kind of doubling down on like that same release cadence or uh, marketing cadence that they had with PlayStation five, where it was hey, here's us revealing the logo at um the thing at the beginning of the year uh, tech event tim you know what it is the one CES. in vegas 
CES. Yeah, here's us uh, revealing the logo at CES. Here's us doing a blog post. Here's us like they they had a specific cadence with PS5 that it seems like they're following exactly to the T with PSVR 2, which makes me feel like they think PSVR 2 is coming out this fall. Um, and so the, the more they stick to that cadence, the more I'm like, all right, I can see it. But I'm also like, not that many PS5 consoles are out right now. Like, do you really want to launch PSVR 2 right now in this climate where things are so hard to make and, and the chip shortage is probably going to make it even harder to make PSVRs? I don't know. But either way, I don't think we see it at this thing. I am such a broken person. And this is just such evidence of the way that Tim Getty's mind works that I don't think anything could have possibly gotten me more excited for PSVR 2 than this moment right now of me thinking about playing Astro Boy or Astro Bot Astrobot. Rescue Mission on PSVR 2. Hell yeah. Dude, Tim, when I tell you that Astro Bot Rescue Mission is a 10 out of 10 video game. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Everyone be saying this shit. It is fantastic, especially for you that's somebody, as somebody who loves Mario. It is Mario thinking, you, in VR. You're, you're telling me, I, I remember a long time ago, I think it was the first time when you, you came for up-and-comer week. We were doing a show together. And you're like, Tim, it's like Mario 64, but like modern in VR. And I'm like, yes, it's like that for, for, for VR, right? And like not 64 in terms of the exploration. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. you know, it is still VR. But in terms of like the charm and the quality and like, shit, I can do this in VR. It is 1000% that. And I you I know for a fact you would love it. And so, yeah, listen, okay. I can deliver this thing. Right, I got my VR. It's been in my closet for like a year and a half now. I can deliver it to you, Tim. Just say the word. No, no, I'm telling you, I gotta wait. That's that's the thing. Like, you're I, gonna want, be years. I, want, I want the highest quality possible. Do you think I got OLEDs in those things? I don't think they are. I, I don't know. I don't I don't, I'm do. not paying attention to the screen like that. I assume not, though. But hey, we'll have to wait and see when Tim is gonna get uh, PSVR 2. Do you know what you can get right now, though? You can get mm. patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can go to get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this episode. If you've ever been on the bus or the train with someone who's taking a phone call on speaker, you know that everyone who can hear them now knows a bunch of their private business. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is basically the same thing, so don't be that person. Did you know your ISP knows every single website you visit, and then they can sell that information to ad companies and tech giants who can use that data to target you? Well, ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and and the internet so people can't peep in on your online activity. The best part of it is how easy it is to use. You just fire up the ExpressVPN app and click a button on any device. I've been using this forever. Kind of Funny's been staying safe on the internet with ExpressVPN, and they're right. It could not be easier to use. Uh, secure your online activity today at expressvpn.com slash kindoffunny and get an extra three months of ExpressVPN free. That's expressvpn.com slash kindoffunny, expressvpn dot com slash kind of funny shout out to upstart if you've got multiple credit card balances each month and are getting by just paying the minimums barely making a dent into your credit card debt it can be pretty dang discouraging upstart can help you pay off your existing debt quickly so you can feel like you're finally getting ahead whether you're paying off credit cards consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses over half a million people have used upstart to get one fixed monthly payment upstart knows that you are more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit unlike other lenders upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan with a five minute rate check you can see your rate upfront for loans between one thousand and fifty thousand dollars and receive your funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan find out how upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash kind of funny that's upstart.com slash kind of funny don't forget to use the url to let them know that we sent you loan amounts will be determined based on your credit credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application, go to upstart.com slash kindoffunny. Shout out to Babbel for sponsoring this episode. There's nothing worse than traveling abroad and looking like an idiot because you didn't bother to learn the slightest bit of the country's language. That's why Greg Miller has been using a little Babbel to learn French to speak to Jean-Vieve. Uh, Babbel is the addictively fun, fast, and easy language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Uh, Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 
language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective, and you can choose from 14 different languages like Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent, which has been helping Greg Miller be able to communicate with Jen's extended family. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to babbel.com and use promo code KINDAFUNNY. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code KINDAFUNNY. Babbel, language for life. And shout out to Chime. Kick off 2022 with a better checking account with no monthly fees, no overdraft fees, no foreign transaction fees, and no service fees. Get all that and then some with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card. They've also got over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs all over the place, like at most Walgreens, 7-Elevens, or CVSs. You can access your money when you need it, where you need it. Make your first good decision of the new year and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score get started at chime.com slash kf games that's chime.com slash kf games banking services provided by a debit card issued by the bank court bank or stride bank na members fdic get fee-free transactions at any money pass atm in a 7-eleven location and at any all point or visa plus alliance atm otherwise out of network atm withdrawal fees may apply sometimes pay anyone instant transfers can be delayed the recipient must use a valid debit card or be a chime member to claim funds chime.com slash KF Games. One. Welcome back. Uh, we got a, a couple mid-show corrections for you here, right? Uh, first of all, PSVR does have OLED, which I didn't know. And so PSVR 1 has OLED. Not only PSVR does 2 one. have OLED, 1 yeah. has OLED. Hell yeah. So, Tim, just say the word. I can deliver this thing to you right now. Uh, and then also, I, I tried to do research on Final Fantasy 16 to see if they ever set a date. And I'm finding here that, that I don't... It doesn't look like they ever set a date for Final Fantasy 16. What they did say is that they're, they delayed their previous announcements from, from 2021 to spring. 2022 and so depending on what you consider spring you know is march spring who knows you know nobody knows nobody figured that out i think so 10 days are right listen if no you ask me about no, seasons, no 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 that's <laughs> april i ain't got nothing for you is yeah. it april i feel like april is when april spring starts i think it's april spring 20th break. nice yeah, a nice. Uh, let's hop into story number three. <laughs> GMG Union wins fair cr- contracts for a Geo Media workers. Is it Geo Media or Go Media? This is one of the ones. March twentieth. March twentieth. March twentieth. Yeah. Uh, Three twenty. It's spring, cool. huh? Yeah. Is spring break March twentieth. Well, no. I mean, it's the beginning I mean, of spring. I think it's in April, right? But that's like already in spring. Mm. Okay, so it's just spring Sorry. break because it's like in spring. It's not spring break because it's like. The, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's lame. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was asking. Oh, go, is it Go Media or Geo Media? Because I always read it and I never uh, say I, it out loud. I've I've heard hosts on this show do both. Do both? All right. Yeah. I'm gonna going say, Goby. We're gonna. You're, you're say you're going. You're going Gomi. Shut your mouth, Timothy. That's not. Funny. Don't worry. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> Anyway, GMG Union wins fair contracts for Go Media workers. This is Marie Delisandri at GamesIndustry.biz. The Gizmodo Media Group Union has reached an agreement with Go Media after four days of strike. The union, representing staff from Kotaku, Gizmodo, Jalopnik, right? Jalopnik, Jezebel, Lifehacker, and The Root halted halted work last Tuesday off the back of the expiration of his contracts with Go Media, with whom it couldn't find an agreement concerning a number of issues. The GMG union announced on Sunday that it has now reached a deal with Go Media, pending a ratification vote by its members. The group won a higher minimum salary for all positions, with $62,000 now being the lowest tier, up from 55 k previously. Staff will get guaranteed 3% annual raises, 15 weeks parental leave, and 12 weeks minimum severance. It also won, quote, guarantees against forced relocation for current remote staff, GMG Union said, something that was demanded after a number of AV Club employees, a fellow Go Media publication, left earlier this year after they were given the choice of relocating to Los Angeles or losing their jobs. The GMG Union was also asked for better health care for trans employees and one trans inclusive health care with standards with standards compliant uh, with the World Professional Association for Transgender Health. The group was also pushing for better diversity initiatives, with Go Media agreeing to a 45k budget for DEI efforts and a goal of 40% of candidates coming from marginalized backgrounds. On Twitter, Kotaku editor-in-chief Patricia Hernandez talked about a historic win and added, quote, Thanks for all the vocal support, all the donations, the tireless work from the bargaining committee, who was toiling away after midnight multiple times this last week. The folks who picketed until their voices were hoarse and their legs hurt, every bit helped secure a fair contract, end quote. 
congratulations uh, <clears throat> to the to the workers uh, over there uh, for Go Media and the the GMG Union. That's huge. It is huge, and man, it it just sucks because it sounds like the people over there are just having all rough time always. Like mm -hmm. there's very oh, few yeah. places I I would want to work less than being part of uh, one of these sites because of a lot of different factors. And it, this sounds like it's going to be a positive to hopefully make some of those issues better. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, right? Like I feel like for the last. I don't even know now like however many years what like five years at least i whenever i check in there's always like some fight going on right there's always something like the workers are always constantly there fighting for fair working conditions and it seems like it's always been ongoing and so it's nice to see like a huge win like this where they are able to uh get the things that they're demanding for and and um you know fight for better pay fight for better uh, uh health conditions for um a segment of their workers and also like you know fight for better di dei efforts like all that is really good stuff and so go get them go media mm -hmm. story number four take two halts and this is more real world news uh take two halt sales marketing and more in russia and belarus this is james bachelor at gamesindustry.biz the list of games firms no longer servicing the russian market continues to expand as take two interactive pulls all its activity there the Grand Theft auto publisher has also taken similar steps in belarus not only stopping all all sales of its games but even preventing them from being installed Quote, we have watched recent events unfold in Ukraine with concern and sadness, the publisher's vice president of corporate communications and public affairs, Alan Lewis, told GamesIndustry.biz. Quote, after significant consideration, last week we decided to stop new sales, installations, and marketing support across all our labels in Russia and Belarus at this time, end quote. Of the withdrawals from Russia so far, this is perhaps the most significant, according to NewZoo data shared with GamesIndustry.biz, GTA V is the third most popular game in the country based on monthly active users. It is beaten only by Counter-Strike Global Offensive and Dota 2. Other companies uh, to have pulled out of the Russian games market include Microsoft Electronic Arts, Activision Blizzard, Epic Games, CD Projekt Red, and Bloober Team. Nintendo has suspended all Russian eShop payments for Switch users, and Sony decided to scrap the launch of Gran Turismo 7 at the last minute. Again, this is another case of, like, you know, go get them for, like, like in the previous story, it was workers, right? But in this story, it is very much like, hey, put pressure, right, on the leadership over there at Russia, right? Create reasons for them, or create reasons for there's the 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 people of that nation to feel the pressure to like fight for the leadership to to to, to stop this war right to, to to end the tragedies that's going on there and then also hit him where it counts right which in this case also is the economy in terms of like you know hey stop sales you know find any in, in any sort of industry uh, uh like you know games might not seem like a big thing um it like as an individual thing right when it is hey video game stopping sales like what's that going to do for the market when you when it is video games when it is movies when it is like this united fronts of a bunch of different industries stopping their support to a nation. I think that's where you start to feel things in the economy and that's where it gets really important. And so you love to see this. It, yeah. Unprecedented times, but I love that the games industry slowly seems to be one by one dominoing into doing similar things here. So it's great. Oh, yeah. Now, Tim, who keeps coming to your front door? <laughs> a million different people, man. There's construction outside. There's the, the people have to do gas. I don't know what something about gas. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Like, do you need to leave? Do whatever do you need to fuck you need to do. No, I, I don't know. I, I swear to God, all construction is just like, hey, there's a pipe here. We need to move this pipe over here. It's like, why? It's like, well, because we need jobs. We need to do something. So we're mm -hmm. going to move this fucking pipe. Cool. Thank you. They I'm need sure it's cheaper it. than that. Yeah, that's a whole fucking thing. Some dude Dang. came last week during the seafood race. It was like, hey, here's a piece of paper. We're coming on Monday. I'm like, do I have a choice? And they're like, no. no. I'm like, cool. I used right. to get the warning when when my when my power shut off mid KHD. When I say mid KHD, what five seconds in the KHD, I was just sitting there in darkness, like, well, we're here now. You know That's what you it. do, man. Bay Area, you know. Yeah. Gas, Let's round gas, out. Gas. Let's round out the Roper Report with story number five. Uh, Glover is coming to Steam. This is Jordan Midler at Video Games Chronicle. 90s platformer Glover is coming to Steam and is out next month. The game is being developed by Puko Interactive LLC, which now owns the license. Glover was first developed by Interactive Studios and published by Hasbro in 1998 for Nintendo 64 and 1999 for PlayStation. I did not know it was published by Hasbro. Uh, the PC version of the game will release on April 20th, 2022. Hell yeah. Finally, 420. Nice. It's happening. According to this developer, the game is, quote, completely redone from the original source code that's the n64 version of the game and improved for modern pcs end quote 
It's not currently known whether Glover will come to other platforms. A post on the Glover Steam page reads, quote, tentative release date is April 20, <clears throat> April 20th, 2022. Currently working implemented or currently working implementing achievements in trading cards. Once we finish that, it is all systems go. It's down to Glover, one of the magical gloves, to find the crystals, now disguised as rubber balls, and return them safely to the castle. Guide Glover and the balls through seven magical worlds full of puzzles and hidden surprises. Watch out, the evil glove is lurking in the shadows, and he'll stop at nothing to follow Glover's attempts <laughs> Glover's attempts at restoring peace, end quote. I've not read the description of Glover in a very long time, Tim. I don't know why that caught me very off guard, but no, that lines up. That is the gameplay of that game. Yeah, so I never played Glover, which is surprising to me because of my affinity for mascot platformers, especially mm -hmm. during that era. Um, and that was back when I was young enough to not really care if the game was good or bad. It was just, it's a video game and I want to jump on things, you know? It reminds me a lot of something I know is near and dear to your heart, Rocket Robot on Wheels. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, <laughs> mean, know? I mean, they have a lot in common uh, in terms of both of them, at least for a while for me, being rental games where I would go to the local family video. There are three games I would rent all the time. It was Glover, it was Rocket Robot on Wheels, and it was Wave Race 64, an actual quality mm. game that I wish I actually owned, but I just rented it all the time. That was my favorite at family video. Uh, and I used to play those games all the time. Glover was one, well, I used to play specifically Ro Rocket Robot on Wheels and Wave Race all the time. Glover I played a couple times before I was like, all right, I'd rather just rent the other two. But like, it was, a, it was an interesting game. You know, like yeah. it, it was that mascot platformer in an era full of mascot platformers. You did play a little glove glove guy that looked like Master Hand. Which uh, that was my thing is I was always interested in it because I loved Smash Brothers. So I was like, I, I remember being at Blockbuster and, and always being like one week, I'm going to rent this game and I'm going to beat it. And I just never did. The other one that surprises me is Gex. I never played a Gex game Ooh. growing up until Gex was, Gex was also part of that rental lineup for me. Sure. back in the the psp uh like emulation days um i was like you know what i'm gonna fucking play gex and i played it and i was like oh i do not like gex at all it's a little unfair because I, I don't know if people liked Gex back in the day or if it was I'll, just like a mid-tier game go for here's it here's what i'll say right mm -hmm. gex is something we loved similar to how we love conquer where we loved it for the references and like the humor of it gameplay for gex was never good it was gotcha. always a bad platformer I mean, that's the thing with Gex is I was always sold because, like, look, let's be real. Geckos are fucking dope, yeah. dude. They're just fucking dope. 100%. Lizards, they're pretty cool. They're pretty damn cool. And you put a gecko slash lizard slash I don't know what the – I don't want Kevin to get mad at me. <laughs> Sorry, I'll be careful. His name is Gex, but he looks like a lizard. I, that's the thing. It is adding to the gecko, right? Was this thing? I don't fucking know. But you he put him in gecko. a little suit. You put him in some sunglasses. Oh, sign me up for a good time. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Where's Gex at? Let's, let's give me crazy some Gex. that little guy grew up to own Geico. It's crazy. Right? Yeah. yeah. 15% or more can save you 15 minutes. <laughs> Not all the way around. You were this so close. You were so close. <laughs> My brain was there. You know, it's Monday. It's morning. Oh, what can I do? Kevin, what can I do? Tim, I'm very excited mm -hmm. to see the return of Gex the Gecko. But that return is probably just so far away, if ever. If I wanted to coming out to Mom Grop Shops today, where would I look? There's nothing cooler than Gex, Kev. I'm gonna need you to just Google image search Gex because he looks so damn dope leaning up against things. But while Kevin does that, let me tell you about the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform. Is listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Now the Gecko or the Gex game that I would play. I think was Gex 3, which might have been called Deep Cover Gecko, kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong if, if chat has a correction on that. I remember the first level of it being this cool-ass level where it was Christmas, and Kevin has brought up an image of Gex here. God, Gex is so fucking cool. He's so cool! <laughs> Look at him. He looks like... I, here's the thing, right? I know people, people people come to the show as a family show, right? People don't like to hear us say any bad words. They don't like to hear us allude to certain things. But I'm going to say it, Tim. I can't be held back. Gex fucks. Look at this guy. Mm -hmm. Gex fucks, Tim. I <laughs> love Am I him, wrong? Man. You're going to look at me and tell me that I'm wrong, Chet? I, like I need you to go back. Black Widow woman in the background. You see her outfit? Like, that's oh, a that's Black Widow true. cosplay, that's right? straight up is Black Widow cosplay, yeah. yeah. Also, go I, back, don't, I don't... I don't think this is 100% true. Hold on one second. I, is he wearing a gi? No, he's oh, wearing yeah. a white tux. No, he's wearing a white tux. Oh. You can see the bow tie. Mm, oh, of he's off, off duty. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm wait, interested. Wait, wait. What's going on with Idris Elba? Yeah, and Idris Elba. What is that? You Was know. there like news that we missed that Idris Elba is, is playing Gex? 
he should be the next guy. Okay, you know what? I agree. That's the type of energy I'm looking for on this Monday, bless. That is that is some Idris Elba is Knuckles type shit. But like, Wait, I would Kev, be down Kev, for it. Go down to the yellow picture, bottom middle. There he is in a gi. Mm-hmm. God, black belt. This fucking guy. Yeah, we God, should bring back this Gex. fucking guy. We should bring back Gex. I feel like Gex has a lot more to say. But like, there was in in I think it was Gex three. I played um the Christmas level right, which was the first level in the game. And in that level, uh, you would fight Santa Claus as like the 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 boss of that level. Oh my and God. I remember is loving Gex it. The bad guy. No, Santa was definitely evil. They made it very clear that Santa was evil. He, oh, would, he no. would throw presents at you, and you'd have to use your tail to whip back the presents. I think if you were in a fight with Santa Claus, he would definitely throw presents to you uh, at you if you were, if, whether or not he was evil or not. You know, one thousand percent. Yeah, but like he had, he had a frown on his face. He didn't look happy. He he definitely did look like a a sad Santa Claus. Maybe mm -hmm. mad. It's been a while, but yeah, he was not friendly for sure. Out today, we got Saffron Fields for Steam, and then Slow Clap uh, have, has announced a new update today that brings a full Mandarin voiceover option to the critically acclaimed kung fu game Sifu. Which is really gonna, exciting. Later tonight, I'm definitely going to do this. I'm going to play through the first level. I want to see the hallway scene with some Chinese. Play through the whole nope. game. You know, you can do yeah, it. Yeah, I would fucking like, do it. You know, I got an hour. I got an you hour. You got an hour to spare. <laughs> if you got the skill, play through seafood another hour. Uh, <laughs> new days for you from uh, from Jordan Midler at Video Games Chronicle. Oh, uh, Planet Zoo and Jurassic World Evolution Studio Frontier Developments has announced F1 Manager 2022. The new official management game will be released this summer for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. And then Sega and Ryu. Ryu Gotoku Studio today announced that the Kaito Files, a four chapter story expansion for Lost Judgment, launches on PlayStation and Xbox platforms on March 28th. We have one deal Wait, of the day for Wes, you. Really, really quick, really quick. What's up? I What's pulled up? up the Gex. Or... Oh, the, the Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa like you Claus. can't tell me this guy is good. This this is de this is definitely not the real Santa. Notice his bag says laundry and that's been crossed out and then they've written toys. Also, um... not wearing a shirt. He's just wearing like. <laughs> <laughs> the jacket, nothing underneath. So yeah, this, this there's no uh, red eyes too. Dead giveaway. He's a bad guy. Yeah, I think it was the red eyes that sold me when I was a kid. I was like, this guy is definitely up not to the no shirt. I didn't realize. Uh, I didn't realize he wasn't the real Santa chest. until he pointed it out. Yeah, the the shirtless. Here's the thing. Graphics weren't great back then, and so I wouldn't have been able to tell you he was shirtless. I was just like, oh yeah, he's just wearing a fucking jacket. That's what Santa Claus always does. But yeah, the pointing out the laundry bag. Really good because I never noticed that too. I never seen him up that close because when you fight him, it's long distance. You're like across a cliff. Mm, I appreciate mm. that, Kevin. Doing the Lord's work. Deal of the day for you. Kingdom Hearts three is nine ninety nine right now on Amazon. So there's that. Uh, we have a squad up for you here. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's twenty twenty two, and for some reason you're a Kingdom Hearts fan that hasn't played Kingdom Hearts three, go get it for ten bucks. Uh, squad up for you. Of course, you can write in patreoncom slash kind of funny games where you get the show ad free. Write with your questions. Write in with your squad ups, just like Brian did. Brian Lolly uh, writes in uh, with a squad up on PS five and PC and says. Hey, kind of funny games daily crew last year i wrote in on my clean date slash sober anniversary asking to play games with the kf community and i received so many wonderful messages of support and people sharing their own struggles uh, and stories of recovery as i reached six years sober this weekend i figured i would do it again so if anyone wants to play games especially final fantasy 14 or if anyone with similar issues is looking for support please reach out this community is amazing thanks for all you do uh brian thank you so much for writing in that is fucking awesome congratulations and if you want to play some games uh, on ps5 or pc with brian lally uh you can add brian with the username lally sup that is l-a-l-l-y-s-u-p that is on ps5 and also on twitter and brian says it's also on pretty much everything else and so hell yeah go get him uh -huh. now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong you write in list of what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and on podcast services around the globe not many wrongs in fact the one i'm looking at here Hmm. This is not definitely not a you're wrong. It's about Tim's doorbell, but it's information that Tim already knows. You know, yeah, I'm sure you're, you're a techie, Tim. You know all the ins and outs of your door, doorbell. I'm I sure. haven't, I haven't looked at this. Let's see. He says, depending on your model of doorbell, you can lower the sensing distance to one that doesn't constantly detect every construction person walking by. No, no, no. Okay. It's people hitting okay. his doorbell. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I saw some people talking shit in the chat about smart homes. And like, not that I'm going to defend smart homes as being perfect, but yeah, it's only when they ring my doorbell. It doesn't notify me when someone Idiots. walks outside my yeah, house. Yeah, I'm so mad at those kids. <laughs> but so uh, is, is your home a smart you home? Could, yeah. I got a smart house, baby. I was going to say, I know you've seen smart house. Mm-hmm. 
And you're not scared? You're not like, ooh, maybe no, I should be doing fu- this? No, we're the opposite. We're fully committed. Fully committed. Yeah, like, we'll marry her I know if any- she wants. When you get trapped in there and your theater screen starts talking to you, talking about... Good. He's going to have the time of his life. <laughs> door dash food over and stuff. Bless, would you, would you believe, and this might be too deep a cut for you, but mm-hmm. you've seen Smart House, so maybe not. Yeah. One of the first things I did when we got our video wallet kind of funny was I put on the Bewitch song, Say La Vie, in the back, because that's the first mm. thing that the daughter did in Smart House with their video wall. It's true. Okay. That is out. a deep cut. It's been a long time since I've seen Smart House. I was a kid. but yeah. that, Disney that's Plus, so cool. you can check it out. Hell yeah. So can you, audience. If you want to check out Smart House, you can watch it right now at Disney+. Plus. Uh, this week's hosts for Kind of Funny Games <laughs> Daily go like this. On two, I'm in a mood today, Tim. You know? I have my mm-hmm. coffee. I'm too, man. We're in a good mood. I like it. You, you did a good job hosting today, Bless. I was listening. Yeah. You did a great job listening, great. Barrett. I appreciate Thank it. You, you did great. Great job listening. Great, great job listening, Barrett. Everybody. Kevin, great, great. Kevin, you get a gold star today. Congratulations, oh, shit, everybody. Yeah. That's my Hell first yeah. of the month. Hell yeah. Uh, this week's host for Kind of Funny Games Daily go like this. On Tuesday, it is Greg and Gary. Wednesday, it is Janet Garcia and Tim. Thursday, it's Greg and Samoa Joe. The wrestler <laughs> showing up to so those cool. kind of funny games daily with Greg. Yeah, that's happening on Thursday. And then on Friday, it is me, it's Zach Zweizen at or from Kotaku. So no shit. That. Yeah, dude. GM Pack Week. The man behind the, the out today is going to be on the show. Yep. Man behind out today. And let me tell you, last week when I was hosting, I didn't, I didn't put it together that Kotaku was on strike. Like I knew they were on strike, but like I didn't think about it when I was pulling for out today on Wednesday. And so, yeah. like, I read throughout today, and I was like, all these games seem familiar, and I did not realize that I had pulled a week, a week's previous out today from that day, because Zach wow. didn't update it because he was out there striking. He was out there doing the Lord's work. And so, good job, Zach, but also come back, because I need you, man. I was struggling today finding the out today. Uh, but yeah, hell yeah, it's a jam-packed week. Look forward to Soma and Joe on Thursday, and look forward to Zach Zweizen on Friday. If you're watching this live on Twitch right now, after this, is Mike, Andy, and Nick doing a Kind of Funny morning show. If you want to catch that stream later, you can subscribe to youtube.com slash kindoffunny.com plays remember this has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about we have a patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash kind of funny games so stick around for that otherwise until next time game daily